Welcome to the station of decapitation without your head. I'm Nasty Neil, and I'm joined by Travis Stevens, Sarah Lind, and Josh Rubin of A Wounded Fawn, now streaming on Shudder, which is a very interesting movie. It really starts as uh, one movie and goes into, uh, into different territory, which I was very excited about. And I have to say, anyone, you have to watch the beginning and pay attention and watch the whole end. Yeah, I think the idea of, of what if you made a lasagna that halfway through turned into spaghetti. <laughs> so, you know, hopefully that for sarah and josh when you're reading the script at first then you get to the where the movie really becomes something different what goes through your head i mean hell yeah <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> well well there you go that's the end of the interview. no uh, <laughs> pretty simple <laughs> making movies is pretty simple yeah now i know sarah's worked with you before so did you have her in mind uh for this movie not only did I have her in mind, I, I sincerely believe that Sarah's sort of uh, worldview, her uh, artistic contributions in this film go far beyond uh, just the performance. Um, she's somebody that uh, is a really great collaborator. And we talked a lot about sort of what the movie was trying to do, how to go about doing it. Uh, and uh, so I am uh, very indebted to your uh, brain. Yeah. Well, what interested you in the in the story, Sarah? Uh, the role of Meredith. Um, I mean, <clears throat> the 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 script read very much like the the finished movie, um, which I love. I loved it as a script. I love it even more as a finished movie. It's just it's really up my alley for one thing. Like uh, I liked how strange it was. I liked how colorful it was. Um, I also really liked Meredith. I think um, she's coming from um, an interesting place as a character and is heading in an interesting direction. And then sort of like what she does with her, you know, victim status or with her experience and like how she seeks to rectify it and survive, I think is what was really, really interesting to me um, in a, in a lot of, on a lot of levels. So I just kind of like, tip to tail loved it <laughs> and since the movie's primarily the the two actors there's other things but it's primarily the two the two interacting uh what was what made josh right for uh bruce i've said it before josh is incredibly charming handsome but i think his ability to sort of find a a, a way to disarm people with his humor or at least for Bruce, that's how Bruce uses his, his humor. Uh, I was like, this is a really, really interesting uh, uh, weapon for a serial killer to have. Because I feel, you know, you're making a movie in a subgenre where there's been so many incredible movies. So what are you going to do? You're going to do Hannibal Lecter. You're going to do Patrick Bateman. You're going to, you know, what is your template? And the idea of somebody that you're like, oh, I like this guy. And this is, yeah, he's funny, he's cute. Yeah, he's not dangerous. I was like, oh, well, that's something you think. And I think Josh uh, is is masterful at uh, sort of using, using that. And, and you can see it in Scare Me. And I think in Scare Me, I was just sort of like, 
that's that's a wonderful wonderful uh, set of tools yeah. and especially uh in the car scene when you got when you two are driving uh to the cabin he had <laughs> you have to be charming or else you everyone be like what the hell is she in the car with this guy for <laughs> yeah i mean it was uh so squirmy when i i had to touch sarah's leg leg after you know whatever just uh other other squirmy moments in the context of what was a pretty of a conversation that was going pretty well. I mean, playing that different, you know, in different ways was um, it was so fun. I mean, that's you know part of the the the, the playground of it all. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this this guy's wearing a mask, and it was fun to play both masked and unmasked. Um, having that melt away when when he was by himself, I think, was probably the most fun part of of playing him. And not to give, it's not a spoiler because you find out right away, you know, that Bruce is not a good guy. So um, this isn't like a whodunit or anything. So I think even when you're watching it the first time, it's very like, uh, it's cringy that that she gets in the car with him and, and her going off and you assume, you know, it's not going to be uh, for the best. Yeah, we know he's a wolf. Right. Wolf, and he thinks she's a sheep. He thinks he's going to eat. And the fun of the movie is, showing he's not the wolf anymore <laughs> i thought watching it it was done on film so i looked it up and you record you filmed it on film so i was wondering um how does that affect when you're making the movie especially the final scene that goes on very long because you don't want to waste the film i assume yeah you just have to um you have to go into it with a very clear plan because you're factoring in your resources. So you've only got so much film. You can only use so much of it per day. You can only use so much of it per scene. You can only use so much of it per shot. So those calculations uh, provide a a more rigid structure than if you have digital and you can just shoot all day. Um, So I think we've all talked about, like, it's pretty invigorating because you're, you know, you're like, all right, Let's let's do it. We've got a limited number of takes. Let's see. Let's let's come in prepared. We know exactly what we're going for, and, and let's go for it. It's annoying to me that a lot of streaming sites uh, will f- fly through the the through the uh, credits at the end. And I like that you made it like you can't do that, <laughs> <laughs> or at least you you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do that any movie, I guess. But uh, Josh mentioned uh, uh, mask for his character, not a literal mask, but um, for Sarah, how about wearing a literal mask in the movie? It's cool. It's like uh, being a kid again, taking, you know, in like community theater classes. And like, it feels very play, playful, play-like uh, and playful. Um, so it was a cool challenge to, you know, be sort of limited in, in what I could do as an actor because I can't use my face, you know, so what can I do physically or, or you know, with my voice, hopefully. Yeah, it was just so fun, like fun as hell. How about uh, acting with a snake? I loved it. <laughs> I'm gonna put it in my rider from now on. Must be, must be three snakes in each movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they were, they were they, and they were little rock stars too. They did such a great job. <laughs> yeah. Is it a hard movie to make a trailer for and do post art because you don't want to give too much away, but you also need people to watch it? I was. Uh really impressed with so shutter uh oversaw the creation of the trailer of the artwork and, and it's such a great question especially with 
with horror movies where uh, there's big narrative twists, it seems like the, the, the template is summarize the movie in the first part of the trailer and then reveal the twist and then montage out. And you basically recreated the movie in trailer form. And, and what uh, Shutter, what the marketing and creative team did with this, I think captured the spirit of the movie without doing any of that. And so, yeah, kudos to them. And like, there's nothing better than seeing uh, a new piece of art based on a piece of art you made. And you can tell that that artist got inspired and their creative juices started flowing and they came up with something on their own. And it's not just a derivative of, of like, you know, the base sort of concept. Now I saw it at Fright Fest originally in London. Um, did Josh and uh, did, did you guys get to see the, the movie with an audience before it went to shutter? A few times, yeah. <clears throat> My first time seeing the movie, let alone seeing it with an audience, was at uh, Tribeca uh, in New York, and that was amazing. It was also the reunion with the crew as well. Um, that was really uh, that was really something. I was so because I hadn't seen the film yet, I was way wrapped up in thinking that I was just dog shit. I was like, turned to my wife and I was like, "This is I'm I'm the movie is I'm bad, right?" She's like, "Babe," um, which is my reaction the first time, and then it's like. The more you see it, you appreciate the artistry of it, the film of it all. I mean, the Beyond Fest and Fantastic Fest screenings were so amazing. I mean, these guys were able to go to Spain, the UK, and everything else. So that, and I know those were um, really insane screenings. Uh, but every time I saw it warming up to my own insecurities, and <laughs> uh, in, in the wake of my own insecurities, it just was such an incredible ride, especially especially the waves of humor and reactions to the humor in in accordance with the jump scares was really really exciting uh, sarah yourself uh, being at the festivals or uh, any audience i guess uh, what, what what was the question yeah, what was the experience like uh, watching a movie with an audience it was great it was really um exciting uh it, it's it's always a little bit different that you never quite know where they'll laugh or won't laugh or what the reaction will be. But it was consistently, I think, right? Like really satisfying, like really felt like, yeah, we got them. Each, each screening we, we were at, like we got the audience, which was great. And at the end, they go through such a roller coaster of emotions, which is my favorite part to, to, to witness. So that was great. I mean, the festivals were. I mean, How about seeing if oh, uh, Travis uh, being at the uh, festivals? Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, I'm just like, like uh, we're incredibly fortunate to be able to see people experience the work, right? Because nowadays, so many people watch movies at home or, you know, or like this will be, the majority of people will see it on, on right. Shutter. For us to be able to see it with a crowd and see how the crowd is engaging with it, like, so grateful. So, yeah. Thank, thank you to all the festivals who Truly. invited the film and invited us. And yeah. thanks for Shutter. You think it. that's a good gauge of how people will react to a film? Is how they react to it at a festival? Because I think some people might think a festival audience might be different than a wider audience. Or do you think they are kind of the same people that would watch something on Shutter? Well, I think I think I think the same people would watch it in a festival and on Shutter. But the experience is going to be different. Oh yeah, definitely. 
you, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's uh, physics, it's chemistry. You get uh, a bunch of people in, in the room and that energy is going to be different than sitting on your couch with your hand in your hands. <laughs> yeah, they were, I was really into them, I guess. <laughs> Which is how I'm going to watch it anyway. I'll go to these interviews for the rest of the day, actually. <laughs> Thank you. you know, how about that. the music in it? I had to look this, this uh, track up. Uh, LSD by Manfred Mann which I thought was great in the movie. I love the anytime there's like a contrast in the music, what's going on. And um, first, I guess, picking it. And then uh, Josh and Sarah, the first time you watch a movie and you actually hear the music, because I assume you didn't know that that was going to be in it when you're filming it. Well, I think all of the, the music, you know, because we're experiencing the story through their point of view, the character's point of view, it was important to have the songs basically be saying what commenting on what's happening in the movie uh and so we were fortunate like that was one song that we were able to get and uh you know it worked well the tempo worked well and uh you're not the first person to to say they they dug it so that's pretty pretty cool well that's good yeah uh, and uh, Josh and uh Sarah when you know obviously when you're making the movie it's different than seeing it with all the sound and everything uh, what, what did you think of the music in particular? Oh, it's phenomenal. Val is such an incredible composer. And he composed two different films at Tribeca. The other one was a comedy. I'm going to mispronounce the last name. It was Wes uh, Schlaugdorf is Dead, I, I believe. It was, it was Wes Something is Dead. It was this, this guy's name by Parker Samen. And... Um, very, very different film, and the fact that he was so versatile uh, and that he he composed the hell out of this phantasmagoric thriller, and and also has this incredible you know spectrum of talent to be able to tackle a, you know an an indie essentially friendship comedy like that. It was amazing to be able to attend both screenings, but <clears throat> hearing the full mix, I think, because I think it was tinkered if that's right between Tribeca and. It's certainly when I thought next to Fantastic Fest, it was a whole other experience. Um, really feeling the full visceral composition of it all. He, he's he's outstanding. Yeah. And yeah. <clears throat> I like the, all the bright red in the movie. And the blood is a, is a different shade of red than I see in most movies, which I thought it worked good because it looked like the door and everything. But I also thought it looked like, uh, like paint almost, which I thought went uh, well with the movie, with all the artwork in the movie. Yeah, yeah, it smelled like paint too. <laughs> <laughs> it was paint. Yeah. <laughs> it like a like tempera paint. It gave a real like elementary school vibe to the to the super violent scenes. Yeah, I mean we're not in reality, right? We're we're seeing things through these characters' eyes, and they got a biased perspective, so it was more exaggerated. Uh, mm -hmm. So that was the, the the intention behind it. And who actually does the gore effects and the and the makeup and, and the costumes? We had a, a combination of uh, Dan Martin, who's based in the UK, who did a lot of the uh, uh, construction and design work of uh, some of the masks and, and uh, some of the the uh, appliances. And then we had an on-set uh, makeup team, which was Ashley Thomas, who uh, she actually created the paint. I mean, the uh, the blood for us, uh, and was in charge of sort of. Uh, uh, applying and executing all of the gags. And she uh, did the head too. She created the head. I should, yeah, I should right. give her credit. She created the head for the, for the climax, oh, uh, right. which is a complicated uh, build. Yeah. So she's amazing. Yeah. 
And uh, Josh, how about uh, the eye? Uh, the uh, the eye makeup is that uh, hard to work with? Uh, it's always tough having spirit spirit gum on an eyelid or really anywhere because it it's uh I, more more of the the adhesive the stink is is a lot and it's chilly. But thank God, many of the times it was applied wasn't uh, six a.m., which is when I was previously used to it. So later in the day, you can have your morning and then work your way up to you know. <clears throat> your eyelid uh, being closed the rest of the evening. It really, it was actually very effective in the way that some actors talk about wearing wardrobe or wearing shoes. It kind of gets you there. It helped get me woozy, helped gave me that kind of drunk, broken feeling that um, that Bruce certainly would have with a head wound. So I found it super helpful once, you know, you get through the process of it all. That's stinky, sticky stuff. Well, and it looked I've amazing. Yeah, look great. Everything looked great in the movie. Um, I love the movie, not just because you guys are here. I actually liked it. And uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so people should check it out. A Wounded Fawn on, on Shudder. And is there any plans after? Everyone should watch it on Shudder, but uh, will there be a physical release down the road? Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I know that there's. It's going to be uh, on VOD and on on other services uh, down the road, but I don't know about the disc. Hopefully, if your uh, uh, viewers like the film, please let Shutter know. You know, the more the more we can, uh, you know, fly the flag, the 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 more likely they are to put the resources behind it. So, all right. Well, uh, thank you all three for being here, Sarah, thank Travis, you. Josh. And uh, everyone go check out A Wind of Fun. Thanks, Happy Neil. Holiday. Happy holidays. Happy Thanks. holidays. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. All right. Thanks, Marissa. Thanks, Neil. Bye. Bye.
six, eight, gonna take you on a date. Wow.